Hello, we are your hosts from Erasable, the world's first, only, and best pencil podcast. We are happy to prevent, present sorry, our much-awaited fifth episode in which we discuss some environmental issues of penciledom and some of our favorite eco-pencils. This is Johnny Gamber, and I am joined by the magical glue which holds together a dovetail joint and a reclaimed cedar pencil, fellow eraser, erasable hosts and pencil bloggers Tim Wassum and Andy Wellfley. Hey guys. guys! Hello, hello! Very good. That was that was that was amazing, Johnny. <laughs> tearing up, tearing up a little bit over here. For a second there at the beginning, I was expecting a uh, something like you. You've re- it's a very special edition of the Erasable Podcast. Very this special episode. We confess to growing our own patchouli. <laughs> <laughs> Which I do. <laughs> do you smoke pencils? I'm sorry. Do you smoke pencils? Do you smoke pencils? I will now. <laughs> 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 well, this time around, we thought we'd talk about pencils and the environment, um, because I guess that the the whole like buy this green product phase is kind of going over or past a little bit. Mm-hmm. So um, it's not something people think about a lot, but people have brought it up to me a lot. And like you know, you don't drive a car and you're a filthy hippie, but you have all these pencils. But you know, as I'm sure I hope will come out later, I think pencils are one of the greenest things you could possibly write with. Unless you have like one fountain pen that you use forever and ever, and I don't know anyone that uses fountain pens that has one. Mm. Yeah. So I think a lot of it, like I'll talk about this later, it kind of boils down to the like, when you go to Starbucks, do you bring your steel cup with you? Issue. <laughs> this is like, um, was it Tree Hugger? They did a uh, an analysis of that, and like, you'd have to use that cup like so many thousands of times for it to equal the energy of just you know all the paper cups. Mm-hmm. So I think something similar is. Gonna wind up being true of pencils. Yeah, and then you need to get some kind of exotic bird that you can use their feathers as a, <laughs> a a quill and have one inkwell, and then you'd be even better than the the one fountain, yeah. the the mythical one fountain pen user. You could you could uh, cut those uh, reed pens from bamboo. I don't know about you guys, but I just I just cut my finger and use my own blood. That's that's the best <laughs> eco way I can think of. With the marquee decide. <laughs> and when you're out of blood, what does he use? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I thought before we get into our topic, we'd do our usual fresh points. Absolutely. And on our little agenda, Mr. Tim is first. Hi. Uh, the first thing I want to bring out, and I just saw this on uh, Twitter maybe a week ago. Oh, a week ago, Elaine from JetPens. I, I, somebody, I forget who it is now, sent me or us maybe a message saying, hey, did you know that JetPens is now selling Tombow Mono 100s by the pencil. Hmm. Oh, it's excellent. Yeah, which is really exciting. So the, uh, we'll put the link in the show notes, but they have every denomination of them. So all of them are available. They're two thirty-five a piece, which is really cool. But they're doing that. And then Elaine actually responded and said that they are soon, they don't have these right now, but soon they're going to be selling the black wings by the pencil. That's oh, cool. Awesome. Which, you know, for, for me, uh, even though it's not really that useful, especially with the black wings, because I have all of them and I buy them by the dozen anyways, and it's cheaper, but for people who are trying stuff out, it'll be great. Uh, for the mono 100s, it'll be amazing, because um, like for me, I, I kind of have a certain... I, I, the ones I have are HBs, but there's some I want to try Bs and 2Bs and some of those other ones, so I can just get one first and then uh, go back and pick up a dozen, which I just thought that was really, uh, really exciting, kind of a cool innovation 
uh, of sorts in the in the pencil world, just to be able to get those pencils. Oh yeah, and it makes the bar- barrier to entry of pencils a lot less too. Like if you're trying to tell somebody about really really nice pencils, you know they may not want to buy a you know a dozen um, just make a twenty dollar commitment or what is it for Tombos? Is it twenty? Twenty eight dollars? Yeah. Twenty eight full price and then the ones I got on on Amazon you can sometimes get them for like twenty two. Yeah. But, still yeah. yeah, still just if people are really Either. kind of skeptical, but like that's why I just recommend that sampler packet pencils.com so a lot because that's it's such a sale. Yeah. It's on sale right now. Yeah, yep. That's a great mm-hmm. idea. Yeah. So yeah. I actually mentioned to Elaine, I was like, it'd be really cool if Jet Pens had some kind of a you know, just a sample sample pack of some of the various kind of tracks that you can get, like, you know, Japanese pencils. And, I mean, honestly, same thing goes for pens, too, I think. Mm-hmm. But I think that's a really, really neat idea. And the and the price of them, it's great when you think. I think if I, if I notice this in the, the notes from what we're going to talk about, as far as how long a pencil lasts, um, it's about the same price as, a, I think, like a Jetstream or a... Uh, maybe even a high tech C like some of those other pens for one of those is about the same, maybe a little less mm-hmm. for the pencil. So just, I mean, hmm. it, it, I got a feeling that uh, I've never tested this empirically, but one HP mono 100 would probably last just as long as if you were writing only with a gel pen. So you know, Absolutely. Oh, it's yeah. really great, great, great deal. Um, the other point I only had two this week and I actually, <laughs> forgot one and I just saw Andy you wrote it in the show notes but we'll talk about it when you get to it <laughs> um, the other one is I got a very exciting package in the mail from Anna Reiner from Well Appointed Desk yes. it was uh, there's nothing nothing better in this I don't know if you want to call it a business in this hobby or whatever and it's what we do of writing about pencils when you go to the mailbox not expecting anything to be in there just showing up on a whim uh, to even look to check to make sure your mailbox is empty and it's full of pencils. <laughs> so that was really exciting. She sent me, uh, of course, if you get mail from her, she uses, it looks like some kind of fancy brush pen or something in the package, which is beautiful. I didn't even want to throw out the package once I opened it up. It looks so awesome. And on the inside, I had a Justice League postcard. <laughs> and, she sent me, and she sent me five pencils. And I don't know if this is directly because I had talked about how I didn't have any vintage pencils but she sent me so here's what i got the first one is an alton and southern railroad pencil which is a silver the blue print made in usa uh made by eberhardt faber usa hmm. number two is really beautiful silver pencil she sent me a uh pencil made by the national pencil company from shelbyville tennessee which i didn't ha- wasn't aware of hmm. uh and it's a it's actually a yellow colored pencil uh, Say that she sent me uh, General Cedar Point, and this is by the another USA made pencil by the Richard Best Pencil Company, and it's called the Lafayette Four Seventy Seven. It's really sharp looking pencil, and I noticed I couldn't help but notice with uh, all the ones I mentioned so far. Uh, when I look, you know, directly at the top, the the graphite is centered perfectly, which is really. Uh, exciting because you can tell these were just very basic pencils when they came out, but they're really, really good quality. And then the last one is uh, another Richard Best uh, pencil USA made uh, called the Press 260. And it l- reminds me a lot. I haven't sharpened yet, but 
by the looks and the diameter of the graphite, it looks a lot like uh, General's layout pencil. That's cool. Yeah, so that was just really a really cool thing. I was not expecting that, and it made it all all the better. It's funny because I was going to uh, I was going to put that in my in my notes too. I, I got a package from her as well, and then I saw that oh, you awesome. had it, and I figured we can just discuss it. But yeah, I had the the same thing with the uh, the silver uh, railroad pencil, and then the two Richard Best pencils, uh, and then I had a uh, she had a um, bullet pencil from the Union Stockyards of Indianapolis that she sent me, just kind of oh, for nice. a Indiana connection. So I wonder if that's how, you know kind of through which you got your Shelbyville Tennessee pencil was mm-hmm. know, just a, a state connection. Yeah, yeah. This this package she sent was amazing. Like with the the stamps on it, I I have a. 22 cent stamp collecting stamp that she put on the front of this, uh, which is just really, it kind of rekindled an old hobby that I had. I used to collect stamps and I loved them and I just kind of, they just kind of got away from me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, I just love looking up, you know, this, this envelope that she put together. Yeah. I also got one from Anna this week. Cool. <laughs> she included a, a really cool, um, Hello Kitty pencil box. For my daughter, which made her very, very, very happy. Oh yeah, that's awesome. That's, that's awesome. Man, um, Anna's taking Anna's taking care of us. Yeah, she is. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I have some a couple things that I put together that I'm going to send back to her. I think. Um, have you all heard of Lee Valley pencils? Yeah. No, I, I have not. This is. I wrote to them a couple times, asking them to send some to a pencil revolution HQ, and they were like, "No." I feel really bad. About this shows how uh, hastily I prepared and showed up here to record. But another <laughs> listener reader sent me another surprise package, um, and with this really really nice note about the website, saying I enjoyed everything, and that he said this pencil sounds like something I would like, uh, and he has a surplus of them. And it's a Lee Valley B pencil. Hmm, cool. Uh, yeah, so it's an erasered <clears throat> pencil with it's like a forest green and he came in a, a B and he said that uh, apparently his family and from what I was able to tell they are I guess they have woodworkers in the family and I'm really kind of embarrassed that I didn't write down his name to have it ready to mention it but I'll I'll, I'll find it I'll mention it next time uh, but he sent me these and said that they these are a standard in stockings at Christmas in their family hmm. so everybody gets these and so he said he had this mass of these pencils and so he said the B sounded like something I would like which he is exactly right <laughs> and he sent me a half dozen and I was really uh, really surprised and really thankful so look at their website they look really nice is, mm-hmm. is yours of the dark green variety yes yeah. yes so just all it says on it is made in GT Britain uh, Lee Valley B very simple very nice pencil so, so, yeah, good mail week, or I guess a couple weeks. Yeah, and uh, I'd like to uh, apologize to everyone. We, uh, we've we had some delays. That's why we're a week late. Mm-hmm. It's uh, I don't know what you know what Johnny's doing out there in, in Maryland, but uh, he's brought on some weather, some weather <laughs> he's events. On, he's actually recording from a boat, right? Yeah. <laughs> You're on a, skiff, on a skiff right now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why it keeps cutting out. <laughs> Am I cutting out? No, you're not. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> no, not again. Cool. Yeah, that's all I got. So. Okay. I'll uh next, Mr. Andy. Yeah, I'll approach some of mine. So um yeah, I just wanted to thank I've I've heard from all uh well from both of my uh winners of the giveaway that we had in the second episode and uh Sebastian uh Morissette from uh 
from uh, Canada kind of weighed in. He talked about some of the things I sent him about, you know, the the Blackwing is a very s- smooth and quote almost sexy writing experience, which is pretty <laughs> a pretty good good um, description of it. Um, he said that his perfect pencil, he thinks, would be a mixture of the Helix Oxford Premium Grade pencil um, with the lead from the Golden Bear, with the Oh, for the lead for, with the helix, with the barrel from the golden bear. So uh, that 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 would be a, that would indeed be a really cool pencil. So I uh, I was just thinking about that. He emailed me a couple weeks ago about that. So well, thank you. The, Say again. I've never used the Oxford. I've never used an Oxford product. Actually, I, so. I am so bad at procrastinating. I still have pencils to send you, Tim, and I will send you. Um, one of those along with it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. Right. So that's what I was fishing for anyway. So yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. I, I knew it. My, my envelope will not look nearly as cool as Anna's envelope. Cause she is a much, much, much craftier person than I am. She, what is she? She works at a greeting card company. Is that correct? She's at Hallmark, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, I will, I'll, I'll try to pretty it up a little bit cause I know you're, you're big into that. Yeah, that that would mean a lot to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also wanted to mention something that uh, I don't know. Uh, I guess we can't have an episode where we don't mention something to do with field notes. Um, so I will uh, I will bring that in. But if you don't follow Field Nuts on um, on Facebook or on their uh, their message boards on their website, you definitely should. Um, there's all sorts of interesting things that come through. There's a guy named Rob, and oh man, what is Rob's last name? I cannot find it right now, but um, Rob is a um, uh, graphic designer, I believe. Uh, he has a website. It's s14rob.com, and he actually made something really, really cool. Um, it's called Beer Notes, and it's basically a little um, rubber stamp that has uh, – it's about the size of a, a third of a page of field notes. It has the full width of a page, and then it just goes about a third of the, the height, and um, – it's basically you can stamp your field notes with a little template to give you a standard way to review beers. Um, it has stuff from like the beer name, the brewery, the style, if it's an IPA or whatever, what have you, um, the alcohol volume, um, a star rating, then what kind of glass you serve it in. And I was looking at this and it's just so fascinating because you just, you, you can take a field notes notebook and you can just, you know, stamp it with several pages of this. And there's plenty of room underneath to uh, to write notes. And I, I honestly don't know why this is so thrilling to me. Um, yeah, I, I love it for just a, a few different reasons. And I think a few other people in that thread did too because, you know, they had ideas for, you know, making a coffee notes one, a bourbon notes one, a wine notes um, I, I, pencil, pencil notes, pencil notes, <laughs> actually, <laughs> Hey, that's actually a really good idea. You can just have like a standard way of reviewing pencils. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just, you know, just for the cost of a $30 rubber stamp and the cost of a field notebook, um, or even, you know, a scout book or some other notebook if you wanted to. Um, I just think that was so cool. So, uh, the, um, the link is in the show notes, which by the way, is at erasable.us slash five. If you're looking, um, so yeah, just just go there and check out the the site, and he he can basically uh, for thirty bucks he'll he'll mail you one of the um, one of the rubber stamps that it comes with. But it was it was a lot of fun because he was kind of thinking out loud and just kind of creating this via that Facebook thread, taking feedback from everybody. So um, I actually work at a uh, web development company. One of our clients is a um, a winery, a local winery, 
and we do some branding and graphic design work. But um, I actually kind of pitched the idea to them of having a like a little wine notes journal that they would sell in the shop, just because I think um, I think people would love to buy it, and not only can they take it and review their wines with it, but they can take it elsewhere as well. So I'm just super fascinated by that beer notes thing. Um, something else I wanted to mention, um, there's a, uh, there's a really great, uh, writer and podcaster blogger named Patrick Roan. Have either of you guys ever listened to one of any of his podcasts? No, I have a little bits. Okay. He used to have a podcast called enough Mm -hmm. that was on, um, uh, 70 decibels, which is the, um, the old network that pen addict was on. And he had a show with, um, with Mike Hurley there and he just talked a lot about like writing and just about tech stuff. And he actually started a new blog called the cramped. Um, I just kind of noticed this. It's the tagline is the unique pleasures of analog writing. And he, he's basically just talks about, you know, nice notebooks, pencils, uh, handwritten correspondence, etc. Um, typewriters. He has a thing about handwriting. It's, it's interesting because this is the first time I've really noticed a, um, kind of an already well-established blogger, get into the kind of analog writing world. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, we've had like uh, Brad Dowdy who, you know, kind of started off with a a pen blog and, you know, kind of became a well-established blogger and podcaster. But, you know, Patrick is coming from the tech world um, to the uh, kind of the analog world. And I'm I'm definitely interested in this because I think he has a lot of, you know, a lot of people to bring with him who all of a sudden will be interested in in pencils. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, he's a, he's a really cool guy. Check out, uh, the cramped C R A M P E D.com. That's his very nice blog. And it's kind of a good, good part link blog and a good, um, you know, part, uh, reviews and, and opinion pieces too. So yeah, it's just really well done. I think, um, the, I guess the last thing I had, um, is a follow up from the, uh, to be or not to be t-shirts. Mm -hmm. um i i finally got mine did did you did you get yours tim oh yeah i got mine like a couple days later after i ordered it that's cool really quickly i was actually wearing it when we were going to record the episode last time (laughs) i was going to ask you if you were wearing it now (laughs) (laughs) i was wearing it last time and then i think i ended up mowing the grass in it the next day so it's it's in the wash but i definitely i definitely (laughs) think uh some uh, gr- uh, some group selfies are in our future so yeah uh if you want if you guys want to send me a uh Selfie of yourself wearing that shirt. I will link them together and then attach it to an episode. <laughs> Pixed it. That's that awesome. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's a very nice T-shirt. I got a lot of uh, a lot of people mentioning it. Just people like, oh, that's so you. <laughs> it's pretty great. So those are about all the points for follow up that I have, and uh, I guess that leaves you, Johnny. Awesome. Uh, last week you guys were talking about your uh, giveaway winners, and I had some sort of brain fart. I forgot to mention. Mine were both very nice and sent very nice thank yous, so I'm very sorry, but I mention it now. Um, other cool stuff, uh, Dixon is blogging now. They have a website called uh, DixonColorfulPoints.com. I don't know why it's called that. It's kind of <laughs> weird. But, um, and they don't have Ticonderoga <laughs> in it, and they're sort of like branding stuff on Ticonderoga. Yeah. But they have, um, you know, they sort of have a slogan they've been playing with since um, they, they moved their production out of the U.S., where they call the um, you know their green and yellow pencil the world's greatest pencil or the world's best pencil, which you know of course hard to prove. <laughs> but um, 
They uh, they came up with a new eraser called the world's best eraser that looks like a short and really fat Dixon pencil, and like the uh, the ferrule is plastic, and then the pink eraser is an eraser, and the pencil itself is an eraser, and they're really 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 cool. I haven't erased with it yet because it's so pretty. This is super and, cool looking. Yeah, my daughter stole them. I have to find them, but um, they're really 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 cool. And they also came out with a new sharpener. But it's an electric pencil sharpener, so I don't know if that's going to show up in my house. But uh, it's really cool looking. It's their colors, and apparently they make another one in black and silver. It's hmm. for the more like, I don't know, professional look. But they don't have any pictures of that one up. Oh, they, they do, actually. Oh, do they? Yeah. It, it's um, the second post down on DixonColorfulPoints.com. Oh, mine's showing up as green. Or the green and yellow one. Oh, no, no, no. The um, I'm sorry. I thought you meant they didn't have a picture of any of it. Uh, of just the black no, and white I one, you meant? a picture of the black and silver one. Yeah, yeah. No, they don't have a that picture of that cool. that I can find. Although, I don't know. I like their green and yellow. It's a cool motif for John Deere. <laughs> um, another, speaking of sharpeners, my daughter opened her deli sharpener that's shaped like a, uh, a bell pepper. And we've decided it's a very good sharpener in some ways. Uh, in other ways, it's bad because it produces a seriously long point, which hmm. is kind of frightening for kids. So I sort of <laughs> hit it. And um, instead of being square... It's shaped like um, an unnatural bell pepper that's very thin at the bottom, so it just wobbles everywhere when you try to use it. Hmm. And the clamp doesn't work, so it's kind of been a pain in my butt. But it makes a nice point if you're a grown-up, and it was pretty inexpensive. They're on Amazon. Um, another thing I want to talk about, which is going to make me sound like an old fart, is that <laughs> USA Gold has sort of um, rebranded their pencils, and now they're called America's Pencil which is kind of a lame slogan, but it's a slogan, which I think is awesome. Mm-hmm. Like the Black Wings, um, half the pressure, twice the speed, and of course my favorite one ever, the Noblat, a bottle of ink and a pencil. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dixon has one, but they don't put it on the pencil, which is like key. So it's, they took off that ugly URL like they said they would, and it just says America's Pencil, USA Gold, 2HB. And I found these at uh, Walmart a week or two ago, and I think they... They're made a little nicer than they used to be. At least the pack I got was. The leads are nice and centered, and the, the paint looks a little better. So if you're out and about and you see a big uh, big box store and you want a really cool pencil with some cool blue foil that says America's Pencil, you can pick up some of those. And uh, you know, write to all of your favorite pencil companies and demand they bring we back slogans. slogans. Well, I want some slogans just, of everything. I want some just really cool slogans like you know the Black Wing and the, the Noblot. Like, you know, America's Pencil is, is, you know, kind of, I don't know, it's just, it just kind of seems a little generic to me. Yeah. It, doesn't seem like it would be, very it would be good for Dixon, but they're not me here. Yeah. <laughs> Poor guys. <laughs> but uh, are US, I, USA Golds aren't made here, are they? Yeah, they're made in, um, where are they made? Louisville, Tennessee? Louisburg? Oh. Something like that. I wasn't aware of that. Mm-hmm. Nice. They're, um, I think they're one of... If I understand right, and I'm probably totally wrong about this, I think they're one of the few uh, cedar pencil manufacturers who don't buy their slats from Cal Cedar, I oh. think. Maybe they didn't used to. Woodchuck totally would correct me on that. But um, they're nice. I like them. It, if you, you know, you're doing your back-to-school shopping, it's your one American-made option in the big box stores and staples and things like that. So well, we've been a few school visits and seen them all over the place, and it kind of makes my heart happy. Like, yay! But... Um, I think that's it for my uh, my fresh points, and I'm probably rambling. No, yeah. I have to I have to take it back for a second to the the Dixon website, DixonColorfulPoints.com. 
I don't know if this all if this bugs you all, but <laughs> when you pull the page, there's that kind of header. It's sort of a header, but it's in the middle of the page and has all the like crayons and pencils. Mm-hmm. And several of them are really poorly sharpened. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's not a very good carpet. It, lo- it looks yeah, like it's carpet. the. Um... And then there's that one, the pencil that's like four, the fourth one over from the left is very un- like off center. Oh yeah, like graphite, and so it's, it's starting to canoe kind of on the side. I don't know. I just thought that was worth pointing out. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's all I could see when I look, was trying to look at the website. I kept just like coming back to it, and being like, "Oh, that's that's wrong." No, throw that one out. So, some of these definitely <laughs> look like it was a, uh, you know, just the the factory kind of that drum sharpener job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see some stuff about crayons. They have these. Hopefully, they'll blog about crayons. Yeah, oh. crayons are nice. I, I do. I do like this. Um, they have an infographic down on the page about handwriting statistics. I was just looking at that. Yeah. You know, this is something that I've been seeing a lot of lately. Um, uh, Harry Marks uh, from CuriousRat.com, who's kind of an internet friend of mine and uh, and blogs a lot about, like, you know, Mech stuff and tech stuff and uh, self-publishing or uh, regular publishing, I guess. Uh, he actually uh, wrote a thing for The Cramped about handwriting and about his dad's handwriting and trying to prove his own. That That's something that I've definitely been trying to do and think a lot about because I have atrocious handwriting and it's definitely like a cross between cursive. And we talked about having a handwriting episode, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would definitely like to do that in the future. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Cool. So should we move on to our big environmental topic wherein people get offended politically? Let's do it. If they don't believe in climate change. <laughs> um, so I have, I have laid out a couple issues that I think, um, one might consider when you're, you know, entering the world of pencildom. Um, I'm going to r- just ramble them off really quickly so we can get into discussing how pencils are pretty green. Um, first, of course, there's wood, which is um, in our favorite pencils, incense cedar, which is farmed in Northern California and Oregon. Um, on the downside, uh, Cal Cedar s- ships the uh, boards to China, and then in China they're made into pencil slats. So um, if you buy, like, a uh, um, General's pencil, who I love very much, their pencils are made in America, but the slats were made in China of American wood. So, you know, all of that transportation obviously cuts back a lot on the um, greenness of the pencil. Um, there was an issue, I remember when I was a kid, where uh, pencils were made of rainforest wood. And um, as recently as, I guess, 10 years ago, Papermate was bragging on their pencils, not made of rainforest wood, even though they were made of Jouleton, which is a rainforest wood. But I guess they weren't illegal rainforest wood. Um, There's also, in uh, the environmental impact of pencils, graphite, which has been mined just like any other uh, mineral. Um, Only a really small percentage of graphite that's mined in the world makes it into pencils. I think it's something like 11%. But, you know, that's still something to think about. They don't mine ink. Um, the finish is probably one of the least green parts of a pencil, especially on, um, like a really high gloss oil-based lacquer. Uh, it's, you know, everything's painted, but still, you know, that, that adds up the layers of the lacquer, um, the gas releases from the lacquer, the gold and aluminum stamping, because aluminum is not a renewable resource and you can't exactly, you know, pull it off your pencil and recycle it. Um, there the, are a couple of companies. I'm sorry. That's the trouble with me. I really love the high, high gloss kind of super <laughs> lacquered pencils. And I know that that's, you know, the, a little less environmentally friendly than like a, mm-hmm. you know, natural finish. 
Um, and a couple of companies are, do, are doing like um, like an eco finish. Hmm. Like um, Faber Castell started doing it like in the early two thousands, and it looked, you know, it looked really thin. You could see the grain of the wood. And all of the ones I've bought recently have the same sort of water based finish, but it looks really really nice. So like it's on just a par a, with a good Japanese pencil. So it's just a water based paint. Yeah, I'm wondering. I, th- I think Derwent might use water based paint, but they don't use a water based um, sealer. I think that way they can use a lot less lacquer, but the paint won't come off on your hands. Hmm. I've had old ones where the paint t- came off when I put off the barcode sticker. Like lame, this pencil was two dollars. Yeah. <laughs> um, the ferrules and erasers are obviously something to think about with um, environmental issues for pencils. But um, ferrules are almost one hundred percent across the board made of um, aluminum, which is completely recyclable. And um, if I'm not mistaken, aluminum is unique among other recyclables, in that it can be recycled infinitely without losing its, um, you know, the properties that make it aluminum. Like, you can only erase or recycle paper a few times before it's just junk, but you can recycle aluminum forever. Oh. Um, there was... To, I'm sorry? sorry? We need to we need to come up with a, a Kickstarter for some, like, little tool that strips the aluminum ferrule yeah. pencil. And some, the paint. Like, little, so little you set of clippers pencil. You can just, like, you clip can, them into your recycling bin and then... <laughs> Recycle the barrel. <laughs> Get a little crusher like those can crushers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was, a, there was, I guess, ten years ago, even five years ago, a lot of our favorite erasers, like the Mars, um, the Staedtler Mars White plastic eraser, had PVC in them, which of course is like one of the worst things you can make something out of environmentally. But um, they've phased that out, and all of the erasers I bought recently, they all say PVC free, PVC free, and they work. They still work really well. Did the PVC um, work better? No, not that I can tell. Oh, mm-hmm. um, the the PVC like they used it in um, moleskins. It's some sort of um, plastic softener, mm. and I know moleskin got rid of it, but you know moleskins. <laughs> um, and the, the last thing I can think of is the accoutrements, like the things that are um, we use with our pencils, not just erasers, but like um, sharpeners. Those are all obviously made of non-renewable resources. Um, even if you replace the blades on your uh, when you're sharper, that steel comes at a cost to the environment, and you've got to put it somewhere. And I don't know if you can recycle something that's small. But um, here's my argument that pencils are actually green. Um, but I don't want to just sit here and read this, so I was hoping you guys would jump in. Wood. I, I have sorry? a first. I have an initial thought about wood before we get Good. started. Are, are either of you farmer, or like farmers or gardeners or anything like that? Like, do you? Grow things. I have a little four by eight garden in my backyard, so I'm I'm learning. <laughs> yeah. Well, my my initial thought when I was thinking about this subject is, uh, I know I have a I have a friend who owns a and runs a woodworking shop about two miles from the house, and his wood shavings from his shop are really great compost. Like hmm. you can compost. Hmm. Wood shavings, and if they sit for a long time, and then if you, it, look, my landlord who lives behind me gardens about a hundred times more than I do, and he actually know knows somebody who owns a wood shop that's not functioning anymore, but there were just these mountains of wood shavings that were still in his shop, like basically sawdust. Uh, and he went, and this is maybe four years since it's closed down, and he'll go every once in a while and pick up these. He'll basically break open these big piles of sawdust and it's composted and he'll bring it home and he'll put it in his garden. And so I just had that initial thought that 
if you are really devoted, it, it definitely has a footprint in getting to you. But uh, like classroom friendly sharpener, those sh- small shavings, oh, yeah. definitely, definitely. You, could, you could you could compost. I mean, hmm. but if you try to throw a Pilot G two refill in your compost, it might not go as well. <laughs> but thousand <laughs> <I was in> years. <laughs> well, well, and even when um, you know when Cal Cedar still made their their planks uh, here in the U S. Uh, they would just, you know, form. They would have mountains and mountains and mountains of sawdust kind of left over, and they, you know, they would just kind of burn it to get rid of it. And then one day, uh, somebody just uh, decided to compress them together with wax, and uh, that's how Duraflame got started. Those oh, kind cool. of fire starting logs. So yeah, uh, that that's a product of of Cal Cedar's recycling efforts, at least initially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Cool. The the greenest thing I do with my shavings is save them for uh, tinder boxes when we go camping. Probably not that green, but well, it smells good. Yeah, it's a good idea. <laughs> and I, I accumulate so many of them, I don't want to throw them in the trash. But I, I don't think I garden enough to compost them. Yeah. Or like my chili peppers. <laughs> I was but, uh, also sneak uh, into my classroom and get my shavings <laughs> before my janitor's through and dumps them into the trash. So I have this little box that I keep them in in my classroom, so I'll go in in the morning, and hopefully she hasn't gotten to them yet, and they'll dump them into the box and put it back. She's probably kind of baffled. She's like, they're not in the trash can. They're not in the <laughs> sharpener. Where did they go? The kids are smoking them. <laughs> hey, there's an idea. Burt's Bees stuff the kids do these days. <laughs> so, yeah, the, uh, the other thing about wood is that, uh, you know, so much of the pencil wood in the world comes from Cal Cedar, and, you know, it's, it's in their interest to uh, stay alive as a business to keep replanting the trees. Yeah. Um, they, they used to have a thing called the, the uh, Incense Cedar Institute, but I couldn't find the website. It's, I think it might have gone away. It's still out there. I think it may be a subdomain of pencils.com now. I think that you can, I, I'll have to try to find it, but I remember I, I remember reviewing it when I worked there briefly and finding materials and downloads and some videos and stuff. Yeah, they had a lot of really good information on there about it. Uh, yeah, I'll see if I can just, track like, it down. Like forestry practices and stuff. That was cool. Yeah, I'll see if I can track it down and put it on the in the show notes. And um, Faber-Castell, I don't know if they still do this. They used to have a forest in Brazil that they grew just to have wood for their own pencils, which was really cool. Hmm. They were making the um, the grip and the Castell 9000 out of that sort of pine for a long time. So that, I mean, that's pretty cool. There was apparently like, cleared land and they did something nice with it. It wasn't like they cut down the forest and planted a new one for pencils. Um, and I used to have my, my own blog. It wasn't a pencil blog a long time. Um, but uh, someone wrote to me and they were like, well, the greenest thing you can do is just write with a fountain pen because, you know, you don't throw it away and um, you just, you know, buy bottles of ink. But I'm, like I mentioned before, I think that, that runs into the, the steel mug dilemma. I think, you know, one fountain pen has to have the carbon footprint of, like, all the pencils I have, probably. Mm. So there's a lot of metal involved and smelting and things like that. And, I mean, I don't even know what's in this ink. Um, another cool thing about pencils, they don't degrade over time the way that uh, pens do. Um, I think the shelf life of a ballpoint pen is three years. Gel pens are a little less. Um, I don't know about liquid inks, but I know, you know, if you leave ink in your fountain pen for a couple of years, you might ruin it. Or I mean, at least re- require some maintenance. I have an old bottle of um, Waterman ink that's probably about 10 years old, and it still kind of works. I have to give it a little shake, you know, before I use it, but I use it so rarely. Yeah, I've I've picked up, like, pencils from the 60s, and they look kind of gross, and you sharpen them, and they just smell wonderful. Yeah. They write nicely. I mean, obviously, you can't use the erasers, but uh, 
But I've noticed modern pencils with the synthetic rubber, the erasers last a good while. I've got 10-year-old Dixons I can erase with. Yeah. And really, like, I, I have a... I have a Dremel that I just put a really fine kind of sander on, and I can, I can shave oh. shave off the very top layer of some of those those pencils, cool pencil erasers, and they work just great. Excellent. Yeah. Treehugger used to be really really big on this. Like, don't buy stuff. Don't buy recycled plastic junk. Use the one you have, or go to a thrift store and buy one, or borrow one from your friend. So, uh, you know, make less pencils. That's probably much greener than any sort of recycled pencils we can come up with. Even Wopexes that are so beautiful. And uh, I think now we can talk about our favorite eco-pencils. So, uh, Mr. Andy, do you want to go first? Sure, yeah. Um, I actually wrote a thing on Wood Clinched a few years ago. Um, Actually, I think I originally wrote it for Pencil Things, um, just comparing a couple of those recycled newspaper pencils. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a really big fan of those. I, I, I went to school for journalism, and I worked at a newspaper for a while, and I... That was kind of my life dream. So I, I, I do love me a newspaper pencil. Um, the ones that I really like, um, there's an Oban one, which we've definitely talked about before. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's really cool. I have a few left, even though um, I can't really find them right now on their website. <gasps> there, if you go to uh, eBay, there are a couple of sellers, or there's one seller in particular that has them <clears throat> for $8 a box with free shipping. Which which Obans is that? Um, I bought a pack of the ones that with the uh, solid colors, but okay. I've seen the... I don't know if they put a clear lacquer on on the ones that just look like newspaper. I've seen those on there too. Yeah, th- those are the ones I've been looking for. I, I have I have those. Um, oh, the ones with the endangered animals on them. And those I are have. Cool. I really like those. Yeah, I do like those. And I, and I have one with that I actually don't like very much. That's has kind of this weird rainbow clown color on them. <laughs> um, just this very strange pattern. But yeah, I have to check out the natural ones. Um, yeah, that's what I liked about the uh, the other ones that I reviewed. Then it was uh, by TreeSmart. Um, it was a, just a kind of a, another brand and they were made out of like Chinese newspapers and cool. those are really cool. Yeah. Um, I also, I can't find them right now. I have some, it's somewhere in the depths of my basement, but, uh, they're pencils made out of recycled denim, um, from kind of, from old jeans that have been, yeah, yeah. I, have one of the, I, have, I have one of those somewhere. Yeah. They're really cool. I, mm-hmm. I think they work great. Um, they're kind of compressed and processed a little bit. So they're, you know, the threads have just been, you know, just processed into oblivion. They sharpen really well and they, they work pretty well. Um, and the other one that I like, and again, I should have been better prepared for this show because I know it's somewhere. Um, a local, um, the local sanitation company um, has pencils that are made out of uh, recycled plastic, like, trash cans. Like with their logo on it. And they kind of feel like the Wopex when you use them and sharpen them. Cool. Uh, yeah, they're really nice. Except it, it doesn't have any sort of differentiation between, you know, the the outside of the barrel and like the inside of the barrel. Mm-hmm. So if I can track that guy down, I will take a picture and put it in the show notes. But yeah, it's a it's not a great pencil to use. The it's not it's not a very good quality pencil, but it's a really effective kind of promotion of what they do. You yeah, know I think it's they, cool that they have them. Yeah, where where do they have it done? Like that's that's a good question. I'll uh, if I can. I'll find, I'll find that and give them a call and see if they can answer that question. But, you know, over the years, there's all sorts of, like, you know, prom- promo pencil vendors that have, you know, things that they come up with and go away, and etc. But, Tim, what are some of your favorite eco-pencils? Uh, favorite? I don't know. The first one that came to mind that I, I wouldn't call it a favorite because I don't use it a lot, but I think it's kind of a cool idea. And I think we've talked about it before. 
uh, along the lines of the denim pencil. I have a pencil made of old recycled money, like recycled oh, yeah. dollar bills, and kind of in the same way as the newspaper pencil, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like uh, old bills <coughs> that are out of circulation get reduced down, compressed, and turned into a pencil. And I actually got a denim, the denim pencil and the uh, money pencil together. I think it was at the local college they were having this fair or something and there was a someone was giving them out at some some booth so I got them I just thought they were really cool and really it was before, it was pre uh, pencil obsession as far as I, I don't I don't know they're here somewhere I'm not really sure where <laughs> but my my actual my real favorites I got three come to mind uh, I really I've started to love the Wopex more and more mm-hmm. over time I still can't really explain. Uh, what it is, (laughs) what it's made of, which I know we've talked about before. I know Johnny knows that a lot better than I do as far as how that process is, is done, but it's just a a pencil. I, I, it feels so dense, you know, I guess, uh, it's so like the, whatever that material is, it's so firmly packed in. Like Mm -hmm. I, I'm always kind of shocked at how smooth the graphite is. Yeah. Um, Pencil means business. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, it kind of stops yeah. being a novelty, like oh, it's a recycled, you know, newspaper pencil or something, and mm-hmm. is actually a solid performer. Yeah, for sure. So I'm glad I, I picked up uh, a two dozen pack of those a while back, and I'm really glad I did that. Uh, the other two that come to mind to talk about are actually pretty similar in my mind. <clears throat> uh, the Forest Choice pencil and the Field Notes pencil. Now these aren't recycled, made from other things sort of uh, eco pencils, but they are both, uh, I guess you would say responsibly made. Yeah. Um, neither of them have any sort of lacquer finish. Uh, They're both made with renewable, uh, cow cedar wood casing. And I think they are both actually made out of, or they have a recyclable aluminum ferrule. And then some, uh, I don't know if either of you know what the material is that the eraser is made of, but I think it is also, uh, degradable. Both are biodegradable erasers. Hmm. Um, I know I'm actually looking at the Field Notes pencil right now and it says uh, that it is made of recycled aluminum ferrule, EnviroGreen degradable eraser, and certified non-toxic imprint inks. Okay, so that's they, cool. Of course, they both have a, a footprint of actually being made, but they're you know two pencils that uh, I think are there is some effort done to do them right. Mm-hmm. And, I, uh, and I do love that uh, green eraser on the Field Notes pencil. I think that's a yes. great color. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good-looking good looking pencil. Yeah. And, they, and they're – I am just – I get so frustrated every time I use the Field Notes – or the – sorry, the uh, Forest Choice that Johnny sent, sent me because I love it so much. I know that someday it's going to be gone because uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the unfinished – the the round barreled no uh, oh. no ferrule on the end. I have a couple more of those around. I can send you a couple more. Oh no no no! That's a, and I know they're kind of like an oddball, uh, strange thing that you got. So don't no don't you don't have to you don't have to give me your last ones. But I just love it. I mean because it's it's a little uh, because it's it wasn't finished and cut down. I think it's actually a, just a a touch wider than the field notes pencil. So it just mm-hmm. feels really good in my hand. I love. I wish. It makes me want to find out what I would have to do to get Pencils.com to make this happen. 
<laughs> for a bulk order or something mm-hmm. just because I really love it. I don't need the eraser. I actually put some of the, the Pentel high polymer eraser caps. I just bought a pack of those, so I keep one on the end. And I just love that pencil. It's so nice. <laughs> um, just order 100,000 of them. I'm sure that they'd be happy to. Yeah, yeah that's you know, all. I'll, <laughs> I'll work on that. I'll get, use my teacher discount and <laughs> get, get 10% off of 100,000 pencils. I'll go, I'll go in on it with you. I'll, I'll get a, you know, a couple hundred of that 10,000. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll inquire, and I'll get back to you on that. Okay. But, but those, those are my three, my, my top three. Uh, the field knows the forest choice and the Wopex, as far as the ones that I uh, know at least a little about and use regularly. Um, I want to steal your Wopex Thunder because that might be Please. my favorite eco pencil right now. Or Please at do. least t- you actually know about it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about the pencil. I just like it. <laughs> um, I picked a couple new ones recently um, for the Earth Day giveaway I did on my website. Um, Stabilo Green Graph. They're at pencils.com. They're really, really nice. They're very pretty. They're um, they're green and they have that uh, Stabilo pinstripe, but it's white. And then the ferrule is like a copper color. And uh, the I don't know what kind of what it is, but um, the white is really, really nice. I was really surprised the German HB was that dark. Um, I also picked up some Arado Earthrights. Um, all the weird stuff that Sanford does with Papermate, they keep sort of, um, they had the, the Earthrite that was green and then the Earthrite Premium, which is a pretty nice pencil. And now they have the Murado Earthrite, which um, is finished better than any Murado I've seen in a long time. And the lead is really nice. It's not made of cedar, but actually I have no idea what it's made of. But it's uh, it's a really nice, nicely finished pencil. It's nice green. It's kind of like a retro 70s looking thing. Um, also, my last... One is you know, Ticonderoga and Viro Stick, which I always joke is so green they didn't put a C in it. It's just S T I K. It's some sort of like unidentified wood, but it's bare, like a um, like a forest choice. But it almost feels like they did like some sort of weird, really thin uh, satin varnish to it or something. But um, it has the uh, the really cool ferrule that Ticonderogas have, and then it has a green eraser. And it's really, really, really smooth writer. Um, you know, if you're a sweaty-handed person like I am, it's got a nice, a really nice mm-hmm. grip, um, and they're really easy to find. You can get them in like Office Depot, Amazon. I sort of have like a, a couple dozen stashed away because I really like them. I'm afraid they'll stop making them. Um, another pencil I found recently that I haven't gotten to write with it much is um, the Bic uh, Evolution Ecolution or Ecolution Evolution. It's a, um, it's an extruded pencil, like um, along the lines of a Wopex, but it's more flexible, like the the '80s style ones we're used to. But the finish of it, it's really, really nice. It's got a really nice ferrule, a really nice eraser. Um, it's kind of flexible, which is what I like about the Wopex, that it's not flexible. But um, What is this one, one called? It's called, the, it's called the Evolution, and it's part of their Ecolution line. They don't sell it in the U.S. I bought some from uh, Israel. They got a really, really good price on them. Hmm. But I think the seller only had one dozen. But I've seen them some... some um, UK sellers recently with erasers, without erasers. But they're definitely worth picking up. They're really pretty. The green is really nice. This is made by Conte? No. Uh, they're made by Vic Conte, but they, they marketed the short um, um, triangular ones under Conte, and they're marketing these under Bic. Oh, okay. Okay. I think they started making different colors. Hand on uh, Red and Hungry had some like pink ones, and I think purple. And I've seen... Uh, Matthias had some black ones that were really pretty. Hmm. 
They're pretty. They're really badass. Um, and I think those are my favorites so far. But you know, they change a lot. Uh, extra plug for the Dixon and Virus stick. Go find an Office Depot and get a dozen. They're very nice. Yeah. But I think we've we've hit like our hour or hour plus something like that. So do you guys want to wrap it up and talk about where you can find us online? Yeah. Yeah, um, so I am, uh, I'm Andy, uh, Andy Wellfley. I am at uh, woodclinched.com, um, or you can find me on Twitter at, at woodclinched or at a Wellfley, um, whichever I'll respond to either one. So, uh, yeah, that's me. Uh, my name's Tim Lawson. You can uh, read my stuff when I actually get around to writing it at www.thewritingarsenal.com. And you can follow me on uh, Twitter at writingarsenal. And then I am on Instagram at the Writing Arsenal. And I'm Johnny Gamber. You could find me at pencilrevolution.com, on Twitter at pencilution, and on Instagram I'm just Johnny Gamber. But I think I should change that to something cooler. So mm-hmm. if you have a suggestion, just drop me a line. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that wraps it all up. And we will talk to you folks again in two weeks, hopefully barring any sort of natural disasters. And our three ends of the earth. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we'll see. Keep, we'll see. Yes, yeah, stay sharp. <laughs>